You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. This is your host, Tim Link, and I'm so glad you're joining us today. My guest today is Emmy-nominated screenwriter, Writers Guild of America Award winner, and New York Times bestseller of multiple books, uh, Rita Mae Brown. And Rita Mae is going to be coming on board here to talk to us about her latest and 20th anniversary, actually, of the Mrs. Murphy mystery. Uh, and the latest release is The Big Cat Nap, so we're going to look forward to uh, learning more about what is going on with uh, with her and Sneaky Pie Brown here just in a moment. So hang on tight. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to come right back with Rita Mae Brown after these messages. You're listening to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get six dollars off your order of sixty dollars or more, and up to forty percent off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of forty nine dollars or more. Six dollars off, up to forty percent off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. Betty White, what's the number one pet radio network in the world? Pet Life Radio. Season Milan, the dog whisperer. What radio network has over 5 million monthly listeners and over 50 pet talk shows? Pet Life Radio. Rachel Ray, where is the best place to reach potential customers if you have a pet business? Pet Life Radio. Put your business in front of over 5 million pet parents with a radio ad on Pet Life Radio, the award-winning number one pet radio network on the planet. Call our sales department today. Toll free at 877-385-8882. That's 877-385-8882. Or email us at sales at PetLifeRadio.com. Steve Wozniak, if Apple was a pet business, where would you advertise your eyelash on Pet Life Radio? Want to know what cats like to eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies, of course. Learn everything there is to know about cats on Catitude with your host, Tom Doc. Each week, we'll spotlight a cool cat breed, give up-to-date advice on cat health, and check out spiffy new cat products. So curl up on the couch every week for a perfectly enjoyable time on Catitude. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. This is your host, Tim Link. Joining me now is author Rita Mae Brown. Rita, welcome to the show today. Thank you. Uh, we're, we're so thrilled to have you here. And right off the bat, congratulations. This is the uh, 20th anniversary of the Mrs. Murphy Mysteries. And... Uh, <laughs> Can you believe 20 books have gone by? What do you think about no, that? No, I mean, I, this is the thing. You know, life is like a roll of toilet paper. The closer you get to the end, the faster it goes. 20 years, where did it go? <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's why I tried to buy the big rolls of toilet paper to make my life last <laughs> long. <laughs> 
Oh, I love that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal that one from you, actually. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about the latest novel, uh, The Big Cat Nap. Well, the listeners who don't know the characters, it's a tiger cat who generally solves the mysteries. And she has a sidekick who's another cat, a cat named Pewter who's fat and a corgi. And they try to basically save their human who just blunders into it. And this starts when a car goes off the road. Everything seems fine. Nobody's hurt. And it goes to a repair shop. And when they go to pick up a vehicle at the repair shop later, a repairman is killed. And it seems so odd and unlikely. And as this story unravels, so you discover more and more mechanics are getting killed. And nobody can figure out why. Who cares about this little car repair shop? But when it all becomes clear at the end, you and the reader are now privy to one of the biggest scams going on in America as we speak. It goes on every day. And I can't say because then I'll give away the plot. That's right. That's right. Basically, it's all based on fact. Wow. Now that's interesting. So let me, let's explore that a little bit further. It's all based on fact. Is this something that you've experienced or you were sitting around with friends one day and they're like, hey, that happened to me too? Well, luckily, no. I haven't had any major accidents, but I'm a real gearhead. So anything that has to do with cars and all that, I want to know about it. And uh, a friend of mine who's mentioned in the book in the back does research and has argued this case before state Supreme Courts, and I think even the big one on this issue, which again, if I say exactly what it is, then I'll give the plot away. But at this point, there's no solution in sight, and most Americans don't have a clue, and there's no reason why they would, because they trust the people to whom they are sent. I mean, you go to a car repair shop, you think they'll do a good job, and many of them try to, but then you get lawyers into it, if it's a big accident, and you get the insurance companies, and pretty soon, things are not at all what you think they should be. Mm. Especially when you have big insurance and big lawyers involved. Nothing's ever easy, is it? Well, it's not about you, that's for sure. It's about their paycheck. <laughs> we'll leave our lawyer friends and insurance friends alone at that point. <laughs> Let them live with their own conscience. <laughs> well, I mean, think about being a lawyer. I mean, yes, we need them, but they study, right? But what do they study? They study failure. If you wind up in the courts, you fail to reach an accord. There you go. It must be a strange profession. (laughs) And thank goodness neither of us need to worry about. No, we don't. (laughs) Now, as I mentioned before, this is the uh, the 20th novel in the the Mrs. Murphy mystery series. Tell us as a writer, how do you keep coming up with these great story ideas? Oh, my God. I live in central Virginia. All I have to do is walk out the door onto the farm or go down to fill up my truck. There's just endless stories. But, again, I'm alert to them. I mean, somebody else could walk out and not see it. I don't really have to make up much. Yeah, so you're a real study of of life and people and and the things around you. Well, let me put this in the terms my mother put it to me. She said, honey, one out of every four Virginians is mentally ill. So think (laughs) of your three best friends. If they're all right, it's you. <laughs> so there's the, everywhere you turn, at least every four people, there's a story, right? Oh, that's right. A mother's love. <laughs> <laughs> Brutally honest. Oh, my goodness. That's great. Yeah, and, and I think that's a key thing. You know, as, as a writer, obviously, you've been very successful. What you do in the series is, is just fantastic. And, but you really do have to draw from life and you know, stop and smell the roses, as they say, every once in a while. You know what's so fascinating to me is – if there does seem to be some steady things in human character throughout the centuries, people don't like change. Mm-hmm. And they generally deny it. 
try to sidestep it, or in some cases block it, which is naturally, I mean, I think you're in Atlanta, at least the phone number's in Atlanta. Right. right. And the whole, the dragging our feet over racial parity. Yes, it is about racism, or, or was, but it's still about the fact that people just don't like change. Yeah, I tell people that, you know, I have conversations with people all the time about that, about change and routines. You know, we always say we don't like routines, we don't like changes, we like to be spontaneous, but yet we all have to have our, our cup of coffee in the morning or whatever other advice or schedule that we put into place. So every work of fiction has to start with a change, intended or unintended, and the characters have to respond to it. And that's what makes the story so great because they're all unique, though the characters uh, you know, pretty much stay the same, the main character, Sneaky Pie, which we're going to talk a little bit more about Sneaky Pie here in a minute. But though they'll stay the same, it's really the things that go on around them and the things that involve them. It is. And, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of characters in this book that maybe haven't appeared in other novels, but there's a black snake, <laughs> there's an owl, and they're all sentient creatures, so they're perfectly capable of coming to conclusions about their environment and about you. And probably much better and accurate conclusions than us humans can come up with. They're not deluded by ideology. <laughs> That's right. They don't have to worry about what kind of cars they drive or what homes they live in. As long as they've got a home, they're happy. Yeah, they are. And that, that is one of the real problems with our species. We seem to thrive on discontent. Yeah, and it seems to be getting more and more that way nowadays. I, you know, I, I like to look at the positive and think we're turning the corner, but the more I look out there, it seems like uh, the more we like a good train wreck. You know, I, I often think about this too. The problems facing our nation are really the problems of plenty. If people had to sacrifice or went through tremendously hard times, even like in World War II when there was rationing, I think we'd all be a heck of a lot more appreciative of what we do have. Yeah, it's, uh, would you agree it's that old theory of uh, it's easier to come from nothing and have something than to have everything and then have to lose it? Well, sir, I'm proof positive of that. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I think we have a lot in common, Reed May. <laughs> <laughs> Well, tell us a little bit about Sneaky Pie. Now, Sneaky Pie, we know, is a, a real live breathing tiger cat. And she is. She's obviously the star of the books as well. Uh, tell us a little bit about Sneaky Pie, the real character in your life. She came from the animal shelter. I'd gone for St. Francis's Day for the blessing of all the animals. And there she was. And, of course, that was it. And she's... Um, She's a, a just, you know, an alley cat, what we call an alley cat. And I think people who try to make it look better call it a domestic short hair. Anyway, there she is. And over time, I began to understand she was a lot smarter than I was because I have never gotten anyone to feed me on time, give me the best chair in the house, and tell me how beautiful and wonderful I was. And Sneaky just gets this all the time. So I thought, maybe I better learn from this cat. And so our relationship has developed, and I was uh, in Hollywood writing, actually having a lot of fun writing for good shows, and the Writer's Guild strike of 88 hit, and I was out of work for nine months, as was everybody else. And, you know, the bills come in, even though the checks aren't, and the cat said, why don't you write genre fiction? Well, I was a classics major, you know, Latin and Greek. I would never write genre fiction. You know what? I finally, I finally wrote it. Thank God I did. It has taught me so much. And working with an animal and trying to see the world through her eyes and the eyes of the other characters, it's given me a lot of respect and a lot of humility. And I love how you put that. Now, she told you to, to write this. Oh, God, I would have never done it. I was a total literary snob, <laughs> you know? And, uh, but what I have learned is 
genre fiction, mysteries, thrillers, science fiction, romance novels, etc. They're like a sonnet. There is a format. But if you stay in that format, you can say anything in the world. And I didn't know that until I started doing this with her. It's a little easier because you do have the format. You do have the basic structure, more or less. But that's all you have. And I'm thrilled for it. And I'm also so touched when I go out on the road. People love mysteries. And it seems to take them away from the troubles of their life. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And, and you know, and a good mystery, a good novel will we'll do that. I mean, it should do that. You should uh, be able to set aside part of your the real world and go to a place that uh, is intriguing or is uh, takes you away from real life uh, situations and responsibilities. Or you go to a place that's dystopia. It's really awful, and then you feel better about where you are. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the theme of uh, you know, when you don't have much, it's good to, when you do have something you appreciate a little bit more. I mean, you know, I think about all these vampire novels. Maybe part of the appeal is, thank God you don't have those teeth. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Or it could be worse. You get, you know, would you rather be a vampire or a werewolf? Which nowadays, I don't know. Some of the uh, younger crab may prefer that. <laughs> I don't either, but just the personal grooming in both cases. A lot of money spent there, you know? <laughs> That's true. Well, I have to ask you before we go to break here, what are you and Sneaky Pie doing to celebrate the uh, 20th anniversary? Well, once I finally come home off the road, I think she's going to have a big catnap bash, and I'm going to try to plant more tulips. Ah, there you go. She'll help me. She's good about stuff like that. She dig them up, or she just supervise, make sure you get it done right? Well, if I start digging, she'll start digging. Ah, very good. See, we have some cats around uh, our establishment that are great at that as well, but they're not diggers. They just like to supervise, make sure we get it done. (laughs) (laughs) Now, does uh, Sneaky Pie go on the road with you? Now, once I took her to a signing, and it, she was good for about mm, an hour and a half, and then she showed her bad girl side. Uh-oh. And I thought, well, we won't be doing this again. She wrecked a display. She pulled books out of cases. She ran all around the store and wouldn't let anybody catch her. It was, um, it was quite a performance. <laughs> right then and there. And we know the book signs, though they're great and they're a lot of fun, but it's, uh, it's actually hard work, you know, and uh, being out there on the road. I love meeting the people. I really do because readers are always interesting people and they tend to be involved in their communities. They're people that actually get things done. So I learn a lot when I'm out there. The only thing I don't like is that I don't get very much sleep. I don't care about the food. If I miss meals, that doesn't bother me. But I'm like a cat. I'm like my co-author. I need a lot of sleep. Fantastic. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we're going to come right back and continue our conversation with uh, Rita Mae Brown and talk a little bit more about uh, Sneaky Pie and talk about the uh, latest book, The Big Cat Nap, right after these messages from our sponsors. And you're listening to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. 
Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first. You'll find reviews on home repair to health care written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List, who you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash rights and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash rights, W-R-I-T-E-S. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to Animal Rights on PetLife Radio. We're here talking to uh, Rita Mae Brown and Sneaky Pie Brown, of course. About the uh, latest book, The Big Cat Nap, the 20th anniversary of the Mrs. Murphy Mysteries. Now, Rita Mae, tell us a little bit about some of the other books that you have, because this is a whole series of books with all these wonderful characters and things going on. How's this one perhaps a little bit different? Well, these are, I would say, more gentle stories in a way. I mean, even though there's murders and all that. Some of my other books, the standalone books are not. I mean, they're all quite different from one another. Some of them are about war. Some of them are about people that basically just blow up their lives by making bad mistakes and maybe get it back together. But there's two other series, and the, the one is about fox hunting, which I just love that series and all of the people and the animals in it. And the other one is new. It's only got two books in it so far, and that's about uh, Reno, Nevada. And that has been very different for me, and I've been forced to learn about a new and really quite punishing environment. Those early Nevada settlers were tough. And, um, you know, like up in Reno, maybe you'll get, if you're lucky, six inches of rainfall a year, maybe seven. Mm-hmm. And um, they just went through something like 47 days without a drop of moisture or anything about two months ago. And I cannot imagine living in that punishing environment 
but it's been great having to study it and deal with the characters that do live in it. Most people, when they think of Nevada, they think of Las Vegas, but that's not really Nevada. No, that's a whole different entity in its own. <laughs> right. And I keep forgetting, I, because I'm from Virginia, I call it Nevada, but you're supposed to say Nevada. It's a flat A. They don't like it if you don't do it that way. <laughs> Oh, gosh, yeah, you got to be careful of those pronunciations when you go to these states, for sure. And uh, were you raised in the South? I wasn't. I was raised in the Midwest. I was raised in Indiana, so I'm definitely a Hoosier, but I've been down in the, the Atlanta area for quite some time. I've gotten, uh, I hear my own Southern accent come out more times than not, even though I'm not originally from here. <laughs> Doesn't it always amaze you that whenever you leave the South, people in other parts of the country feel perfectly justified in mocking your accent and they never get it right? Yeah, they do. They. <laughs> it reminds me, I used to, uh, before I uh, started writing and doing work with animals and, and doing radio shows, worked for a company out of England. And it always cracked me up because when the, the folks from the UK came over to the States, everybody loved their accent. But yet when I came over to the UK, they loved my accent. And people, <laughs> and people here well, go to New York City. They won't love it at all. No, they won't. No, it's a, that's a whole different you know? thing altogether. But it all, it always amazes me. And the purest English spoken in our nation is spoken in the Gullah Islands off of South Carolina. Yeah. And pe- well, people don't care about their language, but the South is much closer to English as it was once spoken in the 17th and 18th centuries. So um, I like to stick to it, and I love the cadence of it. It's it's the King James Version all over again. Oh, very nice. I, I would never thought that we'd, we'd parlay King James into a Southern voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, the King James Version is the only great thing ever done by committee. Really? Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, I mean think about it. Committees do nothing but muck things up, and here James is trying to make the Bible more accessible to others and get a, a new version of it that people could read in the tongue of the day, so to speak. And out comes this King James Version, which is just a beautiful work of literature. Wow, fantastic. And, and it's one of those things where you're right. It, usually when you get, oftentimes we get more than one mind involved in trying to make a decision on something, it, it tends to go uh, a cattywampum, as they say. <laughs> well, just let's look at Congress. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the great thing about working with a cat. She has no truck with any of that stuff. That's right. But you, you mentioned Congress, though, and I heard through the grapevine that Sneaky Pie is running for president. Yes, her political manifesto uh, will be out, I think, in July or August, um, and it's Sneaky Pie for president. And it's how she comes to understand that she has to run for the highest office in the land. And it's interesting, as, uh, as I was doing all this, there's a cat, I think his name is Harry, uh, Harry or Henry, uh, who will be running for the Senate seat in Virginia because we have a really tight Senate seat between former Senator George Allen, who was once our governor, and former Governor Tim Kaine. And it's, it's going to turn into a real heavyweight match. It already is. So it's fun that we've got a cat doing that. We've got a cat running for president. They're both Virginians. <laughs> well, there you go. And, and maybe we'll get lucky. It wouldn't be just something if we could vote them in and let them run the world. I think it would be a much better world around, or better United States at least. Well, her motto is, I can't do any worse. <laughs> I think I've used that one a few times myself. <laughs> <laughs> but the bad thing is that if I'm saying that, somebody's probably saying that about me. So I don't know. <laughs> well, I know you, would, you wouldn't keep your job if it were true. Uh, that's true. This is the other thing. Once these guys get elected, it's the devil to get them out. 
I mean, until until the next election cycle comes. So you can elect somebody, and they can turn out to be a crook, a dud, or whatever. And chances are they're going to sit there for a while. You're stuck with them. Or you could get this situation where uh, the, the next options, the next time around, isn't much better. And so I think that goes back to what Sneaky Pie is, uh, is trying to say. You got that right. And you know what? She has to catch mice. That's the other thing I love about working with her. She lives in nature. She lives in real time. She has to produce in order to live. We've gotten away from it. I mean, we live in fantasy worlds. Yeah, I call it the, uh, the land of the 10-minute oil change. <laughs> well, and since this book is actually about cars, I think I'm going to have to bum that from you. Oh, there you go. You can put that on, on the next release. It's still that one for me. Put that on the back. That's great. Well, Rita May, it's been great to talk to you about the book and talk to you about everything in the world. Tell everybody where they can find out more about the big cat nap and every other thing that you're, you're up to. Well, I'm sure that Random House and Bantam all have their websites, and you can find out about that. But if you just go down to your local bookstore, hopefully it'll be there. And if you want to know about Sneaky Pie for President, she's just getting her website up and running. I mean, it, it's up and running, but we've got a lot of work to do. But it's catprez, P-R-E-Z dot com. And uh, hopefully over time it will be expanded and have more graphics and stuff like that. But she's serious about all this. That's right. We need a serious person in office, don't we? Well, we do, but we also need somebody with a great sense of humor. There you go. And read a book. I mean, I mean, we've had presidents that were quick off the mark and really were just wonderful to listen to. And we haven't had that in a long time. Well, I think maybe you guys make a good tandem. And obviously, uh, through the series of the books and all your adventures, you guys uh, do a fantastic job with that. Well, if, if you have anybody out there listening, I and my co-author have a request, which is would you please go down to your local animal shelter and take somebody home. And if you can take somebody home, give them $10. Yeah, absolutely, and spend some time. You know, I big advocates of that. So thanks for putting that in there. Uh, obviously, I've been involved in uh, rescue for numerous years and uh, support that wholeheartedly. So yeah, go down there and uh, let the right and perfect animal find you, as they always do. And at the very least, uh, donate your time and your treasures uh, to the uh, local rescues and uh, animal shelters. Hey, you might find up with a sneaky pie. You'll have a business partner. Hey, there you go. Someone would actually tell you how to write some good books and uh, make a good living off of it. Who knows? <laughs> so everybody check that out. Go to your local bookstores, go online, and pick up a copy of uh, The Big Cat Nap, Rita Mae Brown, and Sneaky Pie Brown, the 20th anniversary of the Mrs. Murphy Mysteries. And, of course, you can find out more about Rita Mae Brown by going to her website, R-I-T-A-M-A-E-B-R-O-W-N, Rita Mae Brown, and find out more about this series and all the other wonderful things to do. It's uh, our pleasure having you on board here we know you have a busy life but uh we are glad you joined us before you headed back to uh, virginia to plant all those uh tulips and other wonderful right there well, it's our pleasure well we've been talking to rena may brown uh, everybody pick up a copy of uh, the big cat nap you'll thoroughly enjoy it so we're coming to the end of our show today everybody uh, appreciate you coming on board and listening to the show i'd like to thank everyone for coming to listen to animal rights on pet life radio i uh, also like to thank our sponsors and producers for making this show possible to find out more about me, Tim Link, and other guests that I've interviewed on the Animal Rights Show and the stories in my blog, you can go to PetLifeRadio.com. It's PetLifeRadio.com. Click on the Animal Rights icon and download those shows and download those blogs as well. And uh, while you're at it, um, make sure to check out all the other wonderful hosts and shows on Pet Life Radio. It's PetLifeRadio.com. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, please email me. You can email me at tim at petliferadio.com. 
It's Tim at PetLifeRadio.com, and I will do my best to answer your questions, entertain your comments, and bring on the authors, writers, and bloggers that you want to hear most on the show. So until next time, write a great story about the animals in your life, share it in a blog, article, or in a book, and who knows, you may be the next guest on Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have a great day. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.